1: 995 gold. That's 833 995 gold. 833 995 G O L D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
3: Thursday edition of Clay and Buck starts now. Big news day. A lot going on and honored, as always, to be with all of you as we make sense of it or make sense of it to the degree that that's possible, given some of the things going on in the world these days. Uh, First up, as you may have seen, Donald Trump going to the border Biden going to the border and uh, some big changes in the way uh, Democrats talk about the situation of the U.S.-Mexico border. So we will be joined later on in the program, third hour, by our friend and uh, podcast colleague, Carol Markowitz, who was just down there. Clay and I are going to get down there, too, but now everyone's going down. So we've got to have our friends who have already been to the border on the air here, and then we'll go down. Uh, but she'll tell us what she saw firsthand. Um, and then Julie Kelly's second hour on the legal situation for Trump, which there's big news on as well. So the the two headlines today, uh, you've got Trump and Biden at the border, and you've got a major move by the Supreme Court. I think we'll dive into this one now. Clay whenever I get a text from Clay after hours about a story. I'm like, all right. So I know we're talking about this tomorrow at the top. He's fired up about this one. The Supreme Court has taken up the, uh, immunity claim. And this is where just by way of review, uh, you have the district court by with Chutkin has dismissed the immunity claim, went to the appeals court. Uh, the appeals court was kicking it back down to the district court. Jack Smith wanted to go around the possibility of a Trump appeal to the appeals court and went right to the Supreme Court. And now the Supreme Court has said, right? I think I'm getting this right so far. Now the Supreme Court has said, yes, Jack Smith, you can jump over the appeals court knowing that you will win in the D.C. appeals court on the issue of presidential immunity. Now they're saying that the Supreme Court will hear oral arguments Uh, the third week of April on this, I think April, yes, April 22nd. So they'll hear about the Trump immunity claim. What this means though is that the appeals court said, if you don't take it to the Supreme Court, Chutkin gets to run the clock again and start the trial and set a new trial date for the district court. Supreme court now says, not so fast. Everything comes to a halt on Trump. J six immunity and uh, about the J six case and April the Supreme Court will hear it, which means Clay the Supreme Court will probably decide in June at some point, right? Roughly, probably June, which means that the fastest. Well, now now I'll I'll, I'll hand over the baton here. I think we've laid the groundwork. It's now in the Supreme Court's hands. Chutkin can't do anything in D.C. Appeals court can't do anything in D.C. Everything turns on whether the Supreme Court, how fast it moves on and whether it agrees that Trump cannot be prosecuted for official acts in office. I'm now going to take a sip of water and you can rock
1: out. That is super complicated. And it's why I think the average person out there just kind of hears these legal proceedings and conceives of it as sort of a dull roar. That's goal is to get Donald Trump. I don't think, Buck, the average person can distinguish between a civil trial with E. Jean Carroll, a business related uh, investigation with Letitia James, both of which are New York City, Alvin Bragg's misdemeanor that he's raising to the elevation of a felony that is right now scheduled to start in March over business keeping issues relating to how Stormy Daniels ended up being compensated. And effectively a hush money case back all the way in 2016, all of that in New York City is chaos. And I have long thought that really what Democrats wanted was Jack Smith versus Donald Trump in Washington, D.C. So leave aside everything going on in New York City because I think that's a dull roar of just anti-Trump dynamics that most people have already baked in no matter what happens there. This is a big deal because the Supreme Court taking this case uh, over presidential immunity means they now have three different Supreme Court rulings that they have to bring down at some point. One, remember what happened in Colorado where they took Trump off the ballot. They followed up and did it in Maine. Oh, by the way, this kind of got snowed under yesterday in Cook County in Chicago. They took Trump off the ballot in Illinois. So, in theory, three different blue states have now taken Donald Trump off the ballot. That Illinois decision totally got lost in all the chaos. They are not going to be able, and Julie Kelly will be the expert on this, but I've been arguing it for some time. They are not going to be able to get a conviction and a decision in the Washington, D.C. case. South Florida is still up in air. There's not really a scheduled date there. That's the other federal case. Atlanta is a total done done deal. I mean that thing has collapsed faster than a, a house of cards. And so Trump now. This is my this is my big picture analysis buck. I think it's possible that the Biden team and the Democrat party in general have collectively put together the greatest failure of an own goal you used to coach soccer, an own goal that they have scored on themselves maybe in the history of modern American politics, because they have managed to unite a huge segment of the population behind Trump based on these charges, and they're not going to be able to actually get a conviction that I think swings the election in any kind of significant way. If, if we were to take a
3: step back, this almost turns into a like metaphysical discussion. They have turned the law upside down in the name of doing justice and in doing so have committed a tremendous injustice that can only be set right by Donald Trump winning because of the injustice that they did in the name of justice. Everybody with yes. me on this one? The only way that this can really be set right is the way that it is trending right now. And, and when I say set right, it's still wrong what they've done, but the only way there's any justice here is in the greatest of ironies. The Democrats seem to be catapulting Donald Trump into the presidency for four more years. Look, you could even take this back to the primary when Ron DeSantis was gaining on Trump. That was just what the numbers and we've all understood the numbers, at least in the primary. We agree. The primary numbers have been accurate. DeSantis was gaining on Trump. The indictment happens. People say that's it. Enough is enough. GOP rallies. And then the, the primary was, in a sense, over the day that they had their first indictment of trump certainly when they started piling up the indictments so we are in a very bizarre situation where the very democrat plan to do anything to stop trump may be the thing that actually makes him president yes one consideration i have about the and i'm not you know the uh the end of this is not not yet here so we all have to know the fat lady has not sung we understand that this is still a long ways out um but Clay, it seems to me that they're going to be in a position to even start the trial. They would have to violate the we've talked about this, but just by way of review, DOJ policy is you can't bring a trial during an election or you know in the within a period the of the election, election
1: season. That's right. You
3: can't bring in the height of the election season. But it's guidance, it's not a law. And I I think given what we've seen, all the rule breaking, all the norm breaking that we have seen already, Do you think Jack Smith is going to respect that? You think Merrick Garland? And I I think what's going to be forced to happen here, and you're already seeing the whining from the libs, is they're going to try to bring this case anyway, even though it's within the, whatever, three or six months that the DOJ says, come on, you can't do this. And then the Trump campaign will be able to go to the Supreme Court on on an extremely expedited basis and say, guys, come on. This is the most blatant election interference. This is third world banana republic stuff. You've got to step in and do something. I think that's where it's heading.
1: Well, I also think the Supreme Court has been really smart here, and this is where I've been talking about the calendar for people out there. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Buck, they are hearing this case now, April 22nd, is the last day that they have scheduled oral arguments on cases. I believe I'm correct on that. Staff can correct me if there is a date after that. I think they scheduled this for the last day. Then uh, I've been texting with people who are more uh, experts on Supreme Court timing. The last week of June is when technically the Supreme Court's terms, all their opinions have to be out. But they can extend that. So they always uh, are in a position where sometimes they take longer. And so... I think this decision... I there's, So there's three cases, and I think it's important to understand, and, and it's very complicated, and I understand if some of you are like, the, the eyes are rolling back into your head, and we'll take calls if you have questions, 800-282-2882, because I understand that this is complex. It's a little bit like a civil procedure course in law school. They have three cases now before the Supreme Court. One, can Trump be removed from the ballots? That's still a big case that they've already argued that we haven't gotten the opinion on. Two... Uh, what is the scope of the Jan 6th related charges that represent half of the charges brought against Trump? In other words, can that statute be applied to all January 6th defendants? And that's half the Jack Smith Basically,
3: case. interfering with an official proceeding, can that right. be applied in this context? So
1: that's- Which was initially designed basically as sort of a corporate law-related hook that they have expansively defined for purposes of... Yeah interfering and that may the, help the, a lot of j6 uh yeah, j6 uh, way more than trump prisoners. And himself yes. correct. And, 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 and then the third the one third, is presidential immunity which and is a so big deal. all three of these are huge cases and so i think they may release all three of them in some sort of concert helping trump in some hurting him in others that's my prediction of how this goes um, yeah,
3: I think they're going to rule that he doesn't have total immunity, uh, so we can put that down on the record. I think they're going to define what the scope of presidential immunity is. I think it'll be somewhat similar to what you have at a much lower level of if you're acting in good faith within the official scope of your duties, right? So, and this is, if you know, if, if a cop is doing something that is in good faith and there's some error made, he's not criminally liable, right? As long as he's operating... now. Even that, that's a standard. It's a little bit like a reasonable man standard, but it's something. Right now, we got nothing. Right now, it's can the president do absolutely anything? Eh, I don't know. He's the president. So, uh, and they're making this argument, which maybe we should address because uh, I saw this because I did watch a little MSNBC
1: on this one. Because whatever they're oh, they, they are losing they their are minds upset. right now but, on uh, MSNBC. I'll, I'll get
3: into why they're upset, but they're saying, well, um, you know, they had to pardon Richard Nixon. You know, Ford had to pardon Nixon because he was going to be. Uh, the supreme court it's a little bit like the anchor baby thing right supreme court's never really weighed in on this so he put a pardon out there but it was never tested in the courts um but more importantly clay what the supreme court i see here having done because i was i was uh remember a few weeks ago we talked about this the just absurd warp speed approach for the district court in dc under Chutkin, and then the appeals court they were doing things at You know, you know, when you're watching something, you want to watch it faster and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, it goes not 2x, but like 5x or 10x. They were doing things at 10 times normal speed to try to get this
1: in. And they jumped way in front of other January 6th cases to even get this thing on the calendar.
3: Jack Smith skipped the affirmation that his position would have had in the DC circuit court to go right to the Supreme Court because of the timelines. And he's like, I don't even want the win from the appeals court. I got to get this going faster. So they have decided to take the little dial when you're, you know, when you're watching and just put it up to 10X, 10 speed. Everyone sounds like Alvin and the chipmunks. You have no idea what's going on. The Supreme Court has said, all right, you know, you pay for, you pay for two day air or you pay for five day ground. You get five day ground. Like we're going to move quickly, but we're not, we're not going to throw out all precedent and do this in two weeks, you know, theoretically the Supreme Court could move, I think, as fast as they want to. They're saying, we're going to take this expedited, but the way we would normally take an expedited case. They're not going to the same lengths that the other courts are.
1: I think they've done a good job. Remember, Jack Smith, to your point, wanted them to go to the Supreme Court on December 22nd. I think right before Christmas he tried to expedite it, which is why it's funny to hear the MSNBC and CNN political commentators now saying, why in the world is the Supreme Court getting involved at all? Jack Smith actually tried to get them involved faster. I think this is the best thing that the Supreme Court can do is delay, right? My argument was, do you want 12 people on a jury or nine people on a Supreme Court deciding But you thought they Donald would delay Trump... the
3: decision. You don't think that... They're not delaying this decision until after the election. That was the well, discussion we were having two weeks ago. They're going to put out the decision.
1: I think they'll come out with a decision in late June. The thing I hadn't factored in, Buck, and we'll talk with Julie Kelly about this, is that Chutkin has said there's a three-month trial process. That's where I think she may just toss that out the window. Um, But if you read Julie's piece, which is really kind of fascinating, Chutkin has said everything is paused, and whenever we start it again, everybody gets three months to prepare for the trial, which would mean there's no way this thing can happen before uh, we get to election day. I wonder if she's going to toss the three months out the window. I was going to say, isn't uh, it
3: Pirates of the Caribbean where he's like, it's not a rule. It's more like a guideline, right? Yeah. Isn't that what It's he's... the parlay. Yes, a the parlay. parlay. It's not really yes. a rule. It's a guideline. I mean, that's that's yeah. sort of uh, where we are. I think that there may be a decision made that it's not a rule. It's just sort of a thing that we talk about sometimes because anything to get Trump. Liberty Safe has always protected your guns and valuables from fire and theft, but they also protect your privacy with an industry-leading set of privacy protections, we've all noticed the increase in home burglaries, and owning a Liberty Safe becomes that much more important. Electronic safe locks from most manufacturers have a code to allow access if you're locked out, but Liberty Safe makes it easy to change or disable that code anytime. Your safe is your business, and Liberty Safe will help you keep it that way. Shop online at libertysafe.com/radio for a customized fortress strong liberty safe with one-of-a-kind locking bars and best-in-class fire protection i've got one of my home it's where i keep my valuables it's where i keep my possessions that i need safe liberty safes are made in america by and for americans the website is liberty safe.com slash radio use promo code radio for an extra 10 percent discount you'll also get a free 60 dollar value locking pistol vault with your liberty safe purchase only for members of this audience libertysafe.com slash radio that's libertysafe.com slash radio why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand
1: have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts
3: you can look to precious metals for various reasons
0: HealthLock has helped its members save over a hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough to save. Visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, twenty bucks barely gets you a burger and fries, or maybe a quarter tank of
3: gas. You know what it will get you though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
1: You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone For those of you watching right now on uh the Clay and Buck VIP feed, Buck is legitimately drinking out of a coconut. I mean, what is it? It's I guess it's five o'clock somewhere. Um it, it is, is only uh, right now twelve twenty.
3: Delicioso, I can tell you.
1: Yes. That is the Miami lifestyle when you're drinking out of a coconut at twelve twenty five on a uh on a Thursday. Um we're gonna take some calls and dive into all of this mess. I can't believe what I just heard during the break. The prince of darkness, the constant uh, waking up on the wrong side of the bed. The world is a broken place. Buck, you are now looking at these trial schedules and everything else starting to come around where I am, where things are looking incredibly good for Donald Trump right now as we sit here on leap year 2024, leap day 2024. It it feels
3: like the, the avalanche of problems for the democrats just keeps getting worse and the trump Trump momentum, if you will is only going up right now and i'm look i try to war game from the other side how they and i talk about the different voting mechanisms in the states that matter and that's all going to be in play but they can't make up for for biden being behind five points or more in five or more swing states that's just not
1: they can't you know do whatever they do that well I think also, again, maybe if Trump wasn't a known quantity, if they could Mitt Romney him, everybody already has their opinions made up about Trump and Biden. There's going to be billions of dollars spent, and it's going to be a lot like trying to get people to switch from Coke or Pepsi. Uh, unless somebody Bud likes the situation, this thing ain't changing. Uh, Pure Talk believes in American values, that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today get a free samsung 5g smartphone no four line requirement no activation fees just a samsung built to last with a rugged screen quick charging battery and top tier data security qualifying plans started just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot pure talk will connect you to the most dependable 5g network in america for half the price of verizon at&t or t-mobile Average family can save almost $1,000 a year. Here's how you sign up. Dial pound 250, say the keyword clay and buck, and claim your eligibility. Free, brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving today. That is pound 250. Keyword clay and buck.
3: As you know... Biden is at the border, not going to a particularly active part of the border. I think they want to avoid what has happened at other times when politicians have shown up there and there are illegals running across in the background of their shot. That's a thing that happens. Um, They don't think that that would be a good look for Biden. Trump also going to the border, uh, which he's going to a more active part of it where there will be more uh, illegal crossings. And you know I think he wants to see more of what's going on, Biden is going through the motions. And we know this because it's year four of his presidency. It's year four. Why was it so hard? Do you remember we had a couple of years there where Clay, we had this whole game? It was, why hasn't Biden gone to the border? Yes. This was something that conservative media was on two years ago. Um, why hasn't Biden gone to the border? Why did Kamala, as border czar, go to uh, Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador? But not our border.
1: You know, it seemed like y- you with accents on countries is really funny. You're like the Hispanic guy who who has a totally normal accent. And then every time there's a Hispanic term immediately turns on the accent. I I just
4: want to show most people all due people say Guatemala.
1: Say
3: Guatemala again guatemala i think that's just me saying it in a weird way that's not even really like a spanish guatemala thing. Just...
1: i would just say guatemala, guatemala. But yes sorry yeah. to, sorry to cut off you're making fun of kamala harris but uh but yes continue on the on the absurdity of this well
3: if you remember trump came up with no one had ever thought of puerto rico before yes yeah and that then became a thing along with china which <laughs> hey if we get him for four more years you'll be hearing more about puerto rico and china for four yes. years so Look forward to that. Now, this is where we want to remind uh, anyone who cares to know the truth. We want to remind anyone who wants to know what's really going on here that this game they're playing of. Wow, you mean the borders like really open and there's a lot of illegals and oh my gosh, what's going on? Who could have known? This was back. This was back when Joe Biden um, managed to uh, well was running, I should say. And when he was asked about whether law enforcement should turn over illegal aliens who are arrested, turn them over to Immigration and Customs Enforcement, this is what now-president, then-candidate Biden said in 2020, about four years ago. Vice
2: President Biden, you opposed Sanctuary Series as a presidential candidate in 2007. Where do you stand now? Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials?
4: No.
3: Why not? How why, why is it the White House, just so you all know this, is changing its tune on that, Clay? All of a sudden, it's been four years, they've let almost 8 million illegals in, and now they're saying, yeah, I guess maybe they should. Should they, as the law states, be detained for illegally crossing the border? This is Biden in 2019. Play clip 11. Should someone who is
1: here without
3: documents, and that is his only offense,
4: should that person be deported? That person should not be the focus of deportation.
3: I'm sorry, that's not deported, that, or not detained, that's deported. Um, now they're having to change the whole storyline. Why is that? Why is
1: that, Clay? I, I, by the way, I'm sure some of you have the same reaction that I do. When you hear Biden talk even in the 2019-2020 campaign season he sounds so much different the deterioration because remember they tried for a while buck to say oh it's his uh it's his stutter that's the issue that's going on there's nothing else here that uh that's in play the reality is he has declined so precipitously that they are panicked and and I think they're going to try to run the same Weekend Dead Bernie's 1 campaign as Weekend Dead Bernie's 2. And I think you saw an early preview of that with him standing around eating ice cream in New York City. The problem is that his tenure has been a disaster. And when they ran him in 2020, they could sell, oh, he's going to be better. Now everybody has a comparison. And... I think they are desperately scrambling on the border, Buck. I also don't think it's a coincidence that he went to Texas. I think remember when they were gonna turn Texas blue? Remember you've heard that for like the last twenty years? Oh, we're gonna flip Texas. Texas is gonna be blue, it's gonna be purple, it's purple now, it's gonna be blue, uh, with your with your good buddy um evil uh well that's evil Keanu Reeves' is Gavin Newsom. What's the uh uh Beto voice? Who does Beto uh, sound like?
2: He sounds like this. He's like, I was born to be a leader. Actually, I just wanted to marry some rich lady and then keep losing elections.
1: So they've run Beto, and they were going to flip it, and then now they're basically giving up on Texas. Buck, I think there's a reason he didn't go to Arizona, Uh, because if he went to Arizona, I think he knows that he's in trouble there, and obviously there's a Senate race with Carrie Lake going up against Gallego, and that's going to be a a, a major battleground to see who can win that race. But he went to one of the only areas in Texas where nobody is coming illegally across the border. And I think they know they are checkmated here. And again, the only thing they can run is threats to democracy. And threats to democracy is the boy who cried wolf. It's not registering. Abortion. I thought Tudor was really interesting yesterday talking about abortion in Michigan, Buck. They already ran that game plan in 2022. If you live in Michigan now... I don't think anybody's really threatened by any sort of abortion-related issues, and so what do they have left? All they can hope to do is convince people that Trump is a disaster, and that was their campaign in twenty, and they had COVID then, and now what is it? What is that? I, I really, legitimately, do not think that they have good arguments to make. I think they're. I think they've used them all.
3: They're just going to have to lie. Uh, Because if anyone pays attention to what the Democrats have done and what their party position has been uh, at every turn for the last four years, they have created this mess. And here's what I really see, Clay. There's a recognition right now that Joe Biden will lose and many other Democrats will lose in important races because of immigration unless they turn this around. Unless... The public starts to believe the nonsense uh, unless they're able to flood the zone with enough propaganda to fool people into thinking that this is not all what we are seeing in New York, in Chicago, in all these major cities. The direct result of Democrat decisions, they know that they are heading in for a rude awakening in the midterms. I think Democrats see that. That's not just, oh, people on the right think this is Democrats recognizing the truth of it. And you've got things like this. You see this breaking news just now on this up on CNN. Federal judge has blocked the enforcement of the Texas immigration law. It's a federal judge in Austin, Texas, he's ordered the state government to suspend enforcement of a controversial law. Oh, it's so controversial that would allow state law enforcement agents to arrest and detain people they suspect of entering the country illegally Um. The judge says if allowed to proceed, Senate Bill 4 could open the door to each state passing its own version of immigration laws. So effectively, federal judge saying state law enforcement can't do anything when it comes to immigration.
1: It's not going to help Biden. And uh, I mean, the reality is, as we sit here almost exactly eight months from actual election day. I don't know about a lot of you, but I just can't wait for election day to get here. I, I feel like everything is trending very well in Trump's uh, direction. I wish we could go ahead and start voting right now as opposed to waiting to see. Because if we were talking four years ago on uh, February 29th, on the leap day, COVID was just on the horizon, but Trump looked very likely to win re-election. And then things went completely awry. A part of me is just concerned that the Hail Mary of the legal process has not worked What is their plan to, in some way, create... I think they have to go way earlier than an October surprise. I think they need a major shift in this election, Buck, to happen between now and when the start of summer gets here, officially, for many people, on Memorial Day. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, We'll also eventually get you some audio uh, with both Trump and Biden in Texas at the border with dueling events taking place today. In the meantime... Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers has been able to pay off the mortgage of countless homes belonging to families that have lost a loved one. Either protecting our freedoms at home or abroad. That relieves the family of a financial burden and brings stability to everyone. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us.
3: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
1: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can
3: look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two,
0: To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays,
3: 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
1: You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone Let me give you a little bit of a heads up, by the way. Julie Kelly will join us at one thirty to talk about the criminal uh, prosecutions of Donald Trump, the timelines, and more. She's been covering the Jan Six cases better than almost anyone out there in the entire country. She's been great with us. We'll talk with her. Also, Carol Markowitz on the border at 2. Um, today, by the way, Buck, is a leap, um, leap day, February 29th. Last one was in 2020, uh, for those of you out there who remember right before COVID shut down everything at the beginning of March. Question for you, Buck. My wife, Laura, brilliant woman that she is, asked me this question. I'd never thought about it before. Why do we give the worst one of the worst months in America an extra day as opposing to give, uh, let's say, a June 31st, for instance, and give us a extra summer day as opposed to an extra winter day. Is this a total failure of the calendar decision-makers that February 29th exists instead of June 31st?
3: I'm sure there's a a history of Leap Day that I don't know, so I'll have to dive into this. I'm, I, I bet there's a lot of listeners who are very familiar with Leap Day because, yes, my gut instinct is, why February? For me... If you live in a place that gets really cold in the winter here in America, February is the roughest month. Because January, the cold is kind of new, and maybe you get some snow. And February is when you're like, and I have, New Year's. Yeah, you're like, I have seasonal disaffective disorder, you know? Yes. Which means you get sad when it's dark and cold outside all the time, which, yes.
1: Um,. By the way, I wanted to get a call. We said we would take some calls, and you can still weigh in if you have questions. Because I do think people are totally overwhelmed by all of the different legal proceedings and understanding what different ruling means every day. I was reading my print publication, New York Times, this morning, like the old man that I am. And the number of articles in the paper front section that had to do with court proceedings has to be an all-time record for political-related shenanigans. Maybe not an all-time record, probably back in the 2000 election, in the Bush v. Gore days, there were more. But for a prolonged period, that was relatively fast-moving in terms of the reaction there. For a prolonged period, we've never seen anything like this. Uh, Ray in Florida, uh, we were talking about Tudor Dixon. You wanted to react to what she said yesterday.
4: Yes, sir. Um... I just want to say that the Republicans, conservatives in general, really need to get out there and articulate where we stand on abortion. We do. We are not against abortion. Okay. It, the Democrats used to say safe, rare, and legal. That's what they used to say. Now it's being used as a form of contraception. Even even Ruth Gator uh, Ginsburg said. She knew Roe v. Wade was bad law. Now, when Ron DeSantis was running for governor here, Charlie Crist had commercials constantly on the TV down here talking about how conservatives and Republicans want to take away a woman's right to choose. That was never what happened with the Supreme Court. All they did was take it and push it back to the states. Now, Tudor Dixon at least is getting out there, and she is articulating we need to get our Republicans and conservatives to grow a spine and deal with this issue because females between 18 and 30 are single issue voters in many instances. And they think and they have been brainwashed that conservatives and Republicans want to take away their right to choose. We're trying to balance it with giving them the right to choose and have respect for the child that's in the unborn womb. And I do not know why. Every Republican I see almost runs away from this. They run away from this issue.
1: Thank you well, for the call. Uh, Thank mean, you for the call. Look, Trump, it appears, a, a lot of Republicans
3: to... are trying to balance whatever our caller was saying there. They just don't want people to have abortions because they think it's killing a baby. So that's um, that's actually the, the pro-life position is not we're trying to find a balance between the right to choose and. Now, there's a political decision that's being made,
1: which is a difference. Which is what I was going to say. The New York Times had a front page story saying Trump is going to say 16 weeks is where the line should be. Um, and that he's waiting until he officially has locked up the Republican nomination to uh, to make that statement. Now, to the caller's point, Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida, six weeks is the line of demarcation now in the state of Florida, right? I believe, Buck, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I think that was passed And I think that is the law in Florida. You would know better than me. It doesn't seem like that has created a huge groundswell of anti DeSantis sentiment in the state of Florida itself. And it doesn't, I I do think that the reaction to Roe v. Wade being overturned was, uh, oh my goodness, this is going to change everything. I think actually. The reality has been most people's lives haven't really changed very much. If you live in California, California now protects abortion more than they ever did before. If you live in New York and if you live in a red state, um, they've restricted it. But I don't feel like the overall dynamic has really changed that many people's lives in that substantial of a way.
3: Well, there are there are red states that effectively outlaw abortion now, but people that want to get abortions in those states can go to other states. And then what ends up happening is you have these outlier cases, not outlier means it happens. It just means it happens rarely where, you know, there was the one where the very, you know, very young girl was was sexually assaulted. She was pregnant from that rape and then she couldn't get the Remember We we had this. Yeah, it was, it was in the Ohio. Midwest. I can't remember
1: if it was Ohio, I think. It was Ohio, I think. I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and, and they say, oh, well, well that's. This is a very rare case they're using to pretend that somehow that's indicative of what's going on in Texas or what's going on in California day in and day out, and it's not. Um, it's interesting because they also will say, well, abortions that happen at nine months are rare, so we don't have to talk about them. Well, but they happen, and they're legal in places like Colorado, uh, for example, where they explicitly made that legal. I mean, look, I, I think that it'll be much less of an issue than it is in the past because of exactly what you said, or much less is too strong. It'll be less of an issue than it was in the last election, um, because if you live in a blue state, nothing has changed. If you live in a red state, maybe a little bit has changed, but there aren't that many people that are going to
1: make that much of a difference in those places. So that's what that's how I see it. And that kind of ties in with what I was saying earlier, Buck. you got abortion if you're Biden. You've got Jan 6. Those are not really registering. And I think that speaks to what we'll talk about here in the next hour or some, which is his desperation to go to the border for only the second time of his modern political career. We'll talk about that more next.